Hello? Hello and welcome, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known that coming, and I honestly did not. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Hello, and welcome to the Littlest Podcast. I was going to, like, no, keep going. I want to, like, back you up like the Beastie Boys. Okay. Uh, hello, and welcome to the Littlest Podcast. Podcast. A podcast. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm finding this so funny. Funny. Because <laughs> nobody can do it like mixed master can come on i got the d no go ahead <laughs> no no keep this going. is like <laughs> the longest intro Ever. i hope this is not the first episode somebody decides to listen to so they're like these guys they are not organized <laughs> not and also no. i don't like the beastie boys and i'll be like <gasps> it's like my favorite band stop listening if you don't like the yeah, if you don't like boys. the beastie boys f- you <laughs> get out <laughs> <laughs> uh okay i'm gonna start i'm gonna start okay, again we're gonna start again Hello and welcome to the Littlest Podcast, a podcast where myself and my friend Stefan. Oh! But I forgot to say my name, Katie. <laughs> Katie! <laughs> Watch every episode of The Littlest Hobo, Hobo and then talk about it. <laughs> You're doing such a great job. Thank you You're so just... much. You guys I can't was... see me, but I'm thumbs up. Thumbs up. Honorary beastie. <laughs> Cool. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get right into this week's episode, I guess. Yeah. Now that we're two minutes into the. I know, right? We're gonna start talking. <laughs> so this week's episode is season one, episode twenty-two. Ooh, we're so close to the yeah, end. Yeah, we're almost there. <laughs> it aired April tenth, nineteen eighty, and the synopsis is: Hobo and Dan Mooney, the janitor of a children's hospital, manage to help an emotionally withdrawn boy. Yeah. Yep. Sure. I'm apologizing in advance. I've watched this episode twice, and it's very forgettable. Yes. I don't know how exciting I'm going to be able to make it. just pumping up the audience right (laughs) Right. off the bat. Just, I mean, there's, yeah. Yeah. Some stuff. That's all right. All right. We'll just, okay, I'm going to dive right in. Sure. We're starting off with Hobo on a a beach again. He's in a park. He's in a park. He's not on a beach. They felt like there was water nearby. They're not even close to a beach. They felt like there was water nearby. They're in a park. (laughs) It's Dan Moody. On a bench. Kids playing football. Yes. Throughout this whole episode, I couldn't figure out if he's officially their coach. I don't think he is. He's just a man who yells at them. He's a, yell- a man yells at kids. <laughs> Sounds like a real great guy. Yes. <laughs> uh, he's got a newspaper. It flies yes. away. Yeah, his sunshine girl's taken off. <laughs> oh, no. He needs that. He needs his reading material. Yeah, that's right. Yep. It's a Toronto tradition. It's 1980. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Anyways, Hobo saves his sunshine girl. Right. He knows the importance. Yeah, <laughs> you know? he knows. <laughs> uh, the old man's like, oh, good, because I needed this for the want ads. Quote, unquote, want ads. <laughs> yeah. It's like before Craigslist. <laughs> right. What did people use? I guess the want ads in the newspaper? The Lonely Hearts, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lonely Hearts ads. They were probably less explicit than they are now, though. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. More subtle. Yeah. I feel like, like you might have actually had to go in and pay for them. Yeah, that makes like, it that keeps out some right? of the creeps. <laughs> you know, kind of like, when you're on the internet behind a computer. Someone who loves watching boys play football Why must like dogs. So dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna move right along. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so this guy is talking about the jobs that are available. He's not feeling any of them. Not into it. He doesn't want to be one of those, like, gloomy office workers. And Hobo totally gets it. He's got, like, that look in his eye, like, man, I feel you. That's like, right. There's a reason I'm I on the road. I love me some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the Hobo might have a past with some 
Oh, he's totally into the cocaine. (laughs) Cocaine and killing people. (laughs) The littlest hobo story. (laughs) It's like the VH1 behind the scenes. That's what I was like in this eight-part series. (laughs) Yeah. I'm into it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Hobo knows where this dude can get a job, though, that he'll like. Because it involves children and menial labor. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) He takes them to a nearby children's hospital with a big old janitor wanted sign. Yep. Like, all right, all right. And the old man's like, their worst jobs? Uh, wish me luck. Yeah, he opens the door. Two kids escape. <laughs> I know. They're like, them. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> really, there were no parents with them, and it's a children's hospital. I yeah, they're, like... they're gone. <laughs> yeah, they're busting out down that road. <laughs> they're headed towards the factory. <laughs> Going to start their new life. <laughs> uh, so we cut to the inside of the hospital. There's a woman, she's reading a poem to some really bored children. Yes, she's reading T.S. Eliot's. I think it, I know it's J. Alfred Prufrock. I don't know this one. I know the next poem she was reading. Okay, it's T.S. Eliot, who is Mm -hmm. the happiest of poets. yes. Well, he wrote the one about cats, don't you know? (laughs) I think they all wrote the one about cats. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Are you confusing him with Dr. Seuss? You know the Broadway musical Cats? Yes. All the songs are T.S. Eliot poems. Are they? (laughs) Yes. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, Cats is no good. I don't I, understand I already why. didn't like musicals. <laughs> Unless it's a Beastie Boys musical. I'm into that. Then I'm in. Can you please write that for me? Sure. I, I think it writes itself. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Just throw in some stage directions. You're good to go. That's right. <laughs> Sold. $100 million. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta write that. Right. <laughs> but yes, Cats, no good. Don't cats, understand no why good. it's so popular. Okay. <laughs> so, and the children look super bored. I was super bored. I was looking at their toys. They yeah, Superman and like Spider-Man were hanging out. And the Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> was that? No, it was the Boston Bruins last time. Wasn't yeah, it? this was yeah. the Chicago Blackhawks and what I think were the Philadelphia Flyers. I couldn't really tell. I guess at this point they're not really caring about. No, <laughs> no, not really. I mean, the kids look super depressed, right? Oh, they look so just like, shoot me now. <laughs> yeah, especially Dan, who we're going to meet in a minute. He's like sitting in his bed. Wait, isn't and, that Teddy? Oh, wait. You know, Dan's the man. <laughs> Dan's the man. <laughs> yeah, Teddy. sorry, Teddy's the boy. Yeah. And like they're listening to this woman read them T. S. Eliot. And I'm like, what's Teddy reading? Is he like reading Schopenhauer? Like the happiest of philosophers? <laughs> right. So mm, yes. <laughs> life is ultimately meaningless. Just such a nihilist in his corner. <laughs> yeah. It's like I think I'll read some Sartre after this. <laughs> and then I'll shoot myself. <laughs> yeah. And that's life. <laughs> and that's the children's hospital. Yeah. This woman obviously knows nothing about children. No. <laughs> like, not at all. <laughs> so then we get Dan walking in with a very snooty... The snootiest the of snoots. Snoot. I call them snooty McSnoot Snoot. So yeah. <laughs> in the my notes. The snoot. Uh, and Dan keeps getting his name wrong. He's yes. calling him Mr. McWart. And his name is Mr. McWater. McWater, you moron! Yeah, I heard McWater. I heard McWarter. I heard a lot of different it's things. It's weird, yeah. Yeah. But I think you're right. It's... Water, maybe. We'll go I think with it's that. McWarter. McWarter. Some. It's a weird name. I feel like he's one of those people with a normal name, but then he's just like pretended. Oh yeah. It's pronounced like. Yeah, it's actually just like <laughs> McWater. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'll throw an accent in there. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Uh, so, and Dan's being a little snippy with him, and I'm like, dude, that's like your new boss. Yeah. <laughs> like, calm down. How long have you been working here? Ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, chill. <laughs> And then we get him in his, like, weird little janitor's closet that also happens to be next to an 
door. Yeah, just an open door. Fire escape. Yes. Uh, where he invites the hobo in. The hobo is hanging out at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, come into this hospital full of sick children who have diseases, right. probably really poor immune systems, and I don't know where you've been. Come on No one in. can be allergic to a dog. <laughs> Not at all, no. <laughs> this man is terrible. Yeah, he's, he's pretty bad. Yeah. I also noted that there's so much yellow in that room. I know we've discussed yeah. the love of yellow throughout several episodes. Really it's going hard on the yellow. 80s, right? Early <laughs> 80s. So we're still in that 70s yeah, just so aesthetic. Bright. Yellow is the color. So bright. And also, just as somebody who has worked in housekeeping before in a hotel, his cleaning cart is terrible. Yeah, there's nothing on it. <laughs> there's nothing on it. That's like a bucket and a rag. Yeah, and like a broom. <laughs> right. And a little Swiffer du- like duster thing. Yeah, you're not doing any cleaning, with, the, especially in a hospital. Yeah, you, you need some like... Serious chemicals. Some like alcohol and like, yeah, like like a disinfectant spray, like some bleach. Right? Awful. <laughs> Awful. Anyways, we cut back to the woman whose name is Gracie Owens, mm. who's now reciting Keats. The second happiest poet. Yes. Very happy man. So happy. Yeah. Really known for just, just being a real cheery fellow. Yeah. You know, he might have been, like, in life. I don't really know about much about him. Mm-hmm. Like, but He had this tragic love story. Oh, okay. That, so. all, I, all I can remember is Robert Browning wore tiny little yellow leather gloves. <laughs> and it makes me laugh every time. Yeah. And also, um, who was it? Who was his contemporary? There was Browning and uh, he wrote Ulysses. Tennyson. Oh, yeah. Tennyson. And Tennyson wrote a, a poem called uh, Mud, which is like this extraordinarily dry, long poem. And I guess one day he got like to visit with the queen and he sat and read all uh, of Mud uh, to the queen. That's she didn't go like off with his head. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the most incredible uh, thing. Like you're meeting royalty, you know, you're a British subject. And, this is going to be like a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and you're like, what am I going to do? I'm going to read the most boring <laughs> poem I know. <laughs> going to see how long it takes till she stops me. I'm going to break her. <laughs> <laughs> I will break the queen. <laughs> Maybe it was some sort of, like, prank. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, sir. laughs> you the can break the trickster. queen. Tennyson. <laughs> well, I'll buy you drinks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Free drinks for life for boring the queen. <laughs> yeah. I'd take that deal. It's pretty good. Totally. I issue that challenge right now. Okay. I don't think the queen's going to take it. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, she's reading these kids. Keats. Keats. <laughs> good choice. Yes. Uh, the janitor knows who Keats is. He knows yes. the poem. Uh, he takes the book from her, uh, and then he starts reading another classic poem that I am not a particular fan of. Jabberwocky. Jabberwocky. He it's does a classic. good job. He does a good job. Yes. Like, I mean, and well, clearly he does a good job because the kids are loving they are it. They're loving this poem. Except for one kid at the table who has a Technicolor dinosaur, and he's <laughs> yeah. just sitting there beating it against the table. Right. I don't know if you noticed that or not, but I was like, "What is that kid doing?" Yeah, I feel like he did not want to be there. He'd been there for like all day. Yeah. And he's just well, like, they keep reading me these. <laughs> poems. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I hate poetry. Let me get back to my Schopenhauer. Right? I'm eight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's just about to tell me how awful women are. <laughs> yeah, all those old dead white dudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the kids are totally feeling it. They're having a ball. They're laughing. Like I said, he's doing a good job of reading it. And Snooty McSnoot Snoot comes yep. in. And he wants more Keats. <laughs> yeah. Don't you dare read this fun stuff. <laughs> Less Jabberwocky, more Keats. Dark and depressing. <laughs> McWhorter's got like 
a perpetual, I know there's a fly in here, but I don't know where it is look. Like he's got that <laughs> yeah. squint going where he's just like, I know there's something <laughs> happening here. I can hear the house fly or like a grasshopper. You're like, yes. where is it? Just the constant like Yeah, he's <laughs> like, he's, oh, the hair on the back of his neck is always up. Yeah. He's like, there's a grasshopper. I'm going to find it. It's in the walls, man. <laughs> it's coming out of the walls, I'll man. I'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> Starts busting the walls down. <laughs> Kicking him in. Yeah. Uh, really, he's just mad that the children are happy. Sick children yes. should not be happy. Sick children. Sick, <laughs> sick children. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm done for today. And Stefan out. Yeah. Sick children need Keats. Yep. That's, that's how you're going to cure them. That's right. Yes. That'll make them all Keats better. Keats and read them mod by Tennyson. <laughs> It'll put them into such a deep sleep. Oh, yeah. It's quite hypnotic. <laughs> yeah. Their body will just regenerate itself. <laughs> to get out. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> Listen, I thought I had measles, but uh, <laughs> One apparently. One like, Yeah. This polio, just gone. Cured. <laughs> <laughs> it healed itself. <laughs> Take that, vaxxers. <laughs> All you need is mod by Tennyson. We solved it. We did. We're just going to get a really big speaker and just start blasting it. More mod, <laughs> less needles. That's Stefan's new slogan. I'll, I'll find a way to rhyme it. Yeah, work it into like a little rap. You know? Yeah, that's right, like a Beastie Boys style <laughs> rap. It's all coming around. They have an empty spot now. So it's all yours. Oh, don't do that to me. I'm sorry. So sorry. Oh, makes me sad. I know that does actually does make me really Aww. sad. Okay. Rest uh, in peace, MCA. Now we're gonna get more sad, less sad. I don't know. They start. Dan is like, oh, so he's been chastised. Yes. Uh, and Miss Owens comes over and she's like, "You're the best medicine that's ever come in here." Yeah, she's thirsty as hell. <laughs> she is totally feeling Dan. He was reading that poetry and she was into it. Yeah. <laughs> also, he's been there for what, like. Half an hour? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Best medicine. Best it's medicine. Ever entered this ward. <laughs> we gotta say Miss Owens, like we haven't described what she looks like. Oh uh, yeah. She looks like your grade ten English teacher that believes crystals heal people. Yes. Like she's got like those horn rimmed glasses and like the curly blonde hair. And she's like, Am I describing her properly? No, like, you're describing her properly, yes. She's like uh, I'll put in an audio clip so you can hear what she sounds like. You'll be able to picture her perfectly. Gracie Owens, I'm a volunteer here. And for the year I've been here, you're the best medicine that ever came into this ward. Yes, what you're picturing is what she looks like. Like she always had, like she always wears like the pearls yes. around her neck. And yeah. like, yeah, she's like, mm, just this amethyst. So you put it in your shoe. <laughs> It'll make you all better. It'll get rid of the measles. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> in conjunction with, with mod. <laughs> yeah. Have to do the two together. Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, I love it. So then uh, Dan starts asking about the really sad kid who wasn't laughing in the corner. Right. He's This kid named Teddy is very close to them, and they start having a not quiet conversation about how sad this child is. Yeah. He's with an earshot. <laughs> he's right But he's there. so engrossed <laughs> right. in the Chopin hour. In his moroseness, <laughs> just staring off into the distance. <laughs> and she actually gives Dan. So Dan's going to go and try and cheer the kid up. Do a little act. She gives Dan his chart. His medical record. <laughs> it's like, I feel like there are so many laws against that, even in 1980. Yes. Like, he's a janitor who's been there for half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just handing over this kid's... Entire medical, medical history. history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, 
It's it probably got his address in there. Oh, pro- you know. Definitely. Like yeah. everything. Everything. You don't know this man. Nope. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> uh, and Dan's advice to this kid is basically you need to have a heart-to-heart chat with somebody. Yes. That's that's what you need. You you just need to talk to someone. Yes, and he, he finds someone to talk to. Well, because Hobo has reappeared. Yes. Wearing a stethoscope. Wearing a stethoscope. <laughs> he knows what's going on. Yep. They've communicated somehow this plan. Uh, yeah, I don't know how. I don't know. They just, they're linked. Uh, and so Dan hides behind a curtain uh, and starts talking in an Austrian-esque yeah. accent. It's it's fine, except that, like, it goes kind of Bugs Bunny halfway through. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, what is bothering you? And, like, when I think of Austria, I don't think of... All I think like, is Arnold. So. I, yeah, and it would have been way better if it was Arnold's accent. <laughs> right. But this is, I guess, yeah, Arnold would be around 1980. Yeah. He's probably, like, Mr. he's Universe. pretty well known. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he's acting at this point. I'm not sure what year Conan came out. No, I have no idea. But, like, Pumping Iron is definitely out. Like, he's known of. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm why not do the right Arnold now. accent? It'd be way better. Would be way better. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, he says this is a case for Dr. Schuffenhound. Yeah, Schuffenhound is what I have. I think uh, it changes. Yeah, depending. Yeah, every time he says it, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he starts, so he's doing the voice, and Hobo is like acting along, alongside the bed, opening his mouth, you know. Yeah. Nothing along. Uh, and he wants the kid to tell his problems in front of the entire ward. Yes. All the boys are watching and listening. Yes. All of them. Nine-year-old boys, ten-year-old boys. Yeah. Pro- probably not the most emotionally mature children. <laughs> they <laughs> seem to be doing well, though. <laughs> they do. That's all that poetry. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's made them docile. <laughs> yeah. Mellowed them. They're all melancholy. That's well, the 80s. They're probably all on some sort of drug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. He wants the kid to tell his problem, why he's in the hospital, in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, the kid does break down. Hobo gets through to him. And the real we, the problem is his parents. They uh, He says they're really neat, and I <laughs> like them both. Yeah. Which later on when we meet them, why? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but they don't like each other. They don't talk. They holler. They just holler and holler. holler. And that's what makes him feel so sick. So sick, he's in the hospital. Yeah. Which later on again, when we meet them, kind of get it. Oh, yeah. This kid is super <laughs> depressed. Like, yeah. yeah, your life, your home life is terrible. <laughs> oh, it's it's the worst. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, and Hobo, a.k.a. Dr. Schufenhound, <laughs> a.k.a. Dan, is yes. like, I'll talk with them in the next visiting hours. Because uh, he's now a therapist. Yeah. I don't know. How about you wash the floors? Right? Let's. Again, you've been here half an hour. Yeah. You don't know this kid's life. No. <laughs> you don't know how to treat him or his parents. No. But okay. Uh, Snooty arrives, uh, and he sees the hobo, and he's like, get that thing out of here, which is fair. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's a totally reasonable response yes. to a dog in a hospital. <laughs> uh, and then Dan is like, Outside, he's been fired, right, at this point? Yeah, so he gets fired, and then, like, Mrs. Owens, McWhorter says to her, he says, like, something like, um, he's going to recommend disciplinary action oh, to the yes. Board of Governors. But Mrs. Owens is a volunteer. I mean, I assume she's a volunteer, but maybe she's not? I think she says she's a volunteer, doesn't she? When she's like, I've been volunteering here for 
X amount of years and you're the best medicine to ever come in. I'm pretty sure she says volunteer. Oh, I miss that. But if, yeah, if she's a volunteer, then. And what are you going to do to her? <laughs> right. She's a volunteer. She can leave anytime she wants. She'll be like, okay, bye. Yeah, see ya. Okay, <laughs> disciplinary action. What are you What are you going to do to me? <laughs> right. I am a volunteer. Right. Like, Give me a piece of paper that I will then rip up. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. You can only volunteer your free time between these hours and these hours now. Yeah, okay. Never mind. I'll go somewhere else. I'm sure there's another children's hospital in the vicinity. Just down the block. I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe I'll try adults. Yeah. <laughs> this, well, the other children's hospital has the football team. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's where they're all from. The, the rivaling football teams. <laughs> they don't make very good matches. It's really just a matter of who will last the longest. <laughs> right. Last kid standing, that team wins. That team wins. <laughs> the rest go home with polio. <laughs> oh. It's like the wor- world's worst like group meet, you know, when kids get chicken pox and they oh. put them all in a room together. Yeah. It's just football, oh. but with polio and measles. Terrible. Dan's uh, he's being sad about how every time he gets a job, he messes it up. And I'm like, I'm not, yeah, because you act like an idiot. Yeah, you're a moron. Do your job. <laughs> right. Maybe not half an hour in, start trying to start a revolution. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, so he's back at the park with the kids play- who are still playing football or new kids playing football. I... It's a very long He just needs game. to leave these kids alone. <laughs> he does, because he's just yelling at them, and they're clearly ignoring him. Go home, Dan. Yeah, just go somewhere else. Uh, and Hobo keeps barking at him. Uh, so, what am I writing down? I'm reading my notes. That's all right, because we cut from there, and the so the Hobo comes up and barks at him a whole bunch of times, right. and then Dan's like, it'll never work, this stupid plan of yours. I can't help the kid. I'll never get to talk to his parents. Oh, you're right. We'll break into the hospital. <laughs> That's right, yes. Again, they have their psychic link. They know their plan. Yes. And, they can, yeah. He can understand the hobo perfectly. A hundred percent. And that is what they do. We cut back to the hospital. There's a delivery driver. Yeah. He's like unloading a whole bunch of boxes. I was really excited. I was like, are they going to beat this man and steal his clothes? Are they going to like hop into a giant box and get wheeled in? No, they're just going to walk in through the entrance. Yeah. He's just going to block the camera yeah. as they walk in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then steal a lab coat. Steals a lab coat, steals a stretcher. We get a shot of like Hobo clearly under a cloth on a yeah. gurney being pushed by Dan. And then all of a sudden they're in the laundry instead. Yes. Yeah, so and Hobo's have... in the laundry basket. Yeah. Uh, so they're making their way up to Teddy. Uh, Mrs. Owens spots them. She catches on. Uh, and she's like totally into it. She's like, cool, cool, cool. Like, do what you need to do. Yeah, he's like, what What can McWhorter do? Is he going to put me in prison? Is he going to shoot me? I'm like, those are two very different things. Right. Although in this, you know, world. In this universe? Like, I feel like him and the anarchist truck driver right. on the same wavelength. Totally. And people go from robbery to murder very quickly in this world. Yeah, so. Extraordinarily quickly. <laughs> prison to murder. Yeah. Probably. And then we see a sign for a psychodrama, which in my mind was just a reenactment of the movie Psycho. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's cool. I thought you were going to say, that's what Cats is. Oddlook <laughs> could be that. Yes. Uh, no, I was just picturing somebody pretending to be like the mom or whatever. The who? The mom in Psycho. Norma. Oh, Psycho. Okay. Yeah, you know, Sorry, Hitchcock. for whatever reason, like, I heard what you were saying, but I pictured like Christian Bale <laughs> American Psycho, and I'm like, there's a no. mom in this? No. Norman Bates. Okay, I, you're going with a classic one. <laughs> I was just picturing like Christian Bale in a rain rain oh, suit, like a, yeah, 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 blood dripping. Jared down Leto. Yeah. What do you got? A dog? <laughs> you got a little puppy around here? Yeah, it's the littlest hobo. <laughs> Here's another movie we can match together. There you go. 
Yeah. American, American Psycho. Psycho and the Littlest Hobo. Totally. Yeah. Uh, but it turns out, no, a psychodrama is a technique where patients act out their problems. Yes. Uh, it's like a form of therapy. Yeah. Seem, it seems legit. <laughs> I was going to say, I can like, totally understand that. So yeah. the sign is very low, like amateur theater. Yes, like, it is. It's hand drawn <laughs> and like been Xeroxed if this 300 like a, times. Tech, like if this is a real hospital technique, it does not come across that way. No, no it looks like a puppet theater <laughs> advertisement. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the only the thing they have to do now is get those parents to that play. That's their goal. Yeah. Uh, and then we get to we cut to the parents arriving. They're arguing. They're getting out of their car. Uh, I wrote down some of their argument, not all these, of it. These guys are nasty. They're so nasty. They're to each like other. this. I know we're going to jump ahead. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> The psychodrama is going to work. Yeah. I'm sorry to spoil that for you right no, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to work. These guys are so far past reconciliation. Like, they are throwing accusations right off the bat of like either of them cheating on each other. I think he threatens her with violence at one okay. point. I, like, I will read some of these out because I wrote a few down. Yeah. Mostly the ones he said to her. But <laughs> she says some nasty She's ones, too. She's got some bad ones, too. Uh, so he says... Uh, you were backstage with the boys in the band. I heard the drummer say it was the best five-minute break he ever took. Yeah. Ouch. And another thing, when I say it's time to leave a party, we leave. When I go out that door, you go with me. <laughs> to which she explains, it was their party. <laughs> yeah. Where was it going to go? <laughs> no. Right. And yes, he does threaten like to kick her or something. Yeah, he says, uh, oh, I thought I wrote it down. Yeah, I'll give you wit and charm and a kick roll to do the most good. It's like, whoa. Like, she, she's just as bad to oh, him, though. Like she they totally. Are... She, she's going off about him being with some woman. And, like, yeah. yeah, she's awful, too. Later on, she has a line I think I wrote down. Did you notice, though, when they're going into the hospital, a stagehand actually waits at the door to hold it open for the hobo? No. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. There's a guy in plaid at the door, and he literally opens it, looks down, and the hobo walks in, and then he, like, starts to close it again. He he was there just to open the door. <laughs> okay, Tim, you just stand right there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> just look real natural. Yeah. Tim, his name's not Tim. It's either Sam or Charlie. <laughs> it's true. Why did I go to Tim? <laughs> we have had a Tim. We have had a Tim. That's yeah. true. Yep. Uh, so we cut to them filling out some paperwork uh, in some sort of office. Uh, and Barney can't remember Barney. That's the dad's name. Yeah. Uh, can't remember his mother's maiden name. Yes. Which is awful. I mean, well, it's it's bad, but it's not as bad as what she's gonna say. Because uh, she follows it up with, "Well, good luck." Now, next thing you're gonna have to uh, do is remember who your father is. Yes. And it's like, oh wow. damn, woman. <laughs> like they're every scene that they're well, they're only in like two scenes, but every line is just snipes. Oh yeah. There's nothing. The There's worst. nothing good about these people. No. They are awful to each other. This is where I wrote, I can see why the kid wants to be in the hospital instead. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I'll should... take the Keats. <laughs> right. I'll take the T.S. Eliot. <laughs> Give it to all of these it. These T.S. Eliot's not telling me that I'm some kind of bastard. <laughs> right. I will listen to Maud. <laughs> yes, I will. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to go that far. I don't know. These people are pretty terrible. Yeah. Uh, Hobo arrives. He does his patented steal somebody's wallet. Uh, so that they chase him. And do you notice the dad, like, face plants at the door? Yes. Like, why? Who tries to grab a dog by throwing their entire body onto it? <laughs> no idea. You know what happens then? You either crush the dog, or the dog slips out and bites you. <laughs> right, turns around and just... <laughs> There's no way that you win with this. No, no way. Uh, so he chases Hobo, who leads him into the ward, which is empty, which is where Teddy should be. Uh, and then they hear Dan... 
somewhere in the distance. <laughs> Doing his shelf and hound thing. <laughs> yeah, his like accent. And there's a shot of the hobo at a little round table. And behind him are like hospital curtains, which <laughs> yeah. is the stage. But there's two kids on either side of the hobo with like their arms crossed. And all I could think of was Lord of the Flies. Because <laughs> oh, no. it's just a bunch of kids in their own Kill little the society. Kill the yeah. Sick. Who's got the conch? <laughs> I would Let love, him speak. I would love if this episode descended into like Lord of the Flies style oh, yeah. murder and mayhem. Oh, no. <laughs> the kids just take over the ward. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Miss Owens is like running for her life. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'd totally be down. I totally watch that. I got his glasses. I got his glasses. Oh, they'd have her glasses. They would. They'd use it to start fires. Yeah. It'd be like the prized possession. Oh, no. Oh, that's a great book. I got to read that one again. I know. Again. That is a really good book, actually. One of the few I actually liked in high school. Maybe they should have read that to the kids. Yeah. That would be really Or maybe they shouldn't. <laughs> Give them a lot of ideas. Yeah. Too many ideas. <laughs> Uh, so they're putting on their psychodrama. The curtains kind of part. They're like on wheels. They yes. roll away to reveal Miss Owens and Dan as the parents. Teddy's sitting at the table. They're having breakfast. Uh, and they act out a whole little family scene. Which is really well rehearsed considering well rehearsed. they just ran into each other five <laughs> minutes ago. There's no like speaking over each other. Oh. There's like great lines going on. Yeah, yep. it's very nice. Very well done. The parents immediately look like so chastened, like, yes. oh, this is us. Like, oh, no. Yes. <laughs> Teddy breaks down during the scene and starts, like, just yelling about, like, his parents. Yeah, and stop it, stop it. so sad. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I wrote, I really hope the result of this is that they realize they need to get a divorce. Yes. Not <laughs> stay together. Don't stay together. <laughs> Split apart right? for the sake of the kid. This is not a scenario where you get happily ever after. This is like a, a Band-Aid fix. You guys, within a week, are well, going to be back at each other's throats. Yeah. Like, this is where you realize you need to be separated. There is, there's a nothing f- wrong with that in this scenario. No, there's a fundamental <laughs> rift. Right. Yeah. You're unhappy. Just, just going your separate ways. Right? Yeah. Join that band, <laughs> right? whatever the wife's name is. Yeah. Go off and run away with the drummer. Yeah. Uh, and Hobo does something very sweet. He gives Teddy a hug. Yes. It's very sweet. But, but not before both uh, Dan and Miss Owens stop the play at the end. Oh, yes. And both turn their heads to look directly at the parents. They broke that fourth wall and were yeah. like, this is you. <laughs> this is your life. You did this. And the theme for Cats starts up. <laughs> Whatever that might be. Memories. The song just oh, <laughs> yeah. How does that go? I'm not singing it. Hold on. Well, give me the lights. Memories all alone in the moonlight. Oh, I uh, cannot think of how it goes. Though. Like, it's, yeah, it's definitely like memories all alone in the moonlight. Oh, it is that. Yeah, yeah. It's a really maudlin, like, oh, I hate that song. But they could do the psychodrama to that, right? They could, Because yeah. the parents are the Baxters, right? Yes, they are. They'd be like, Baxters, <laughs> sitting here at the table. <laughs> Beautiful. Arguing over the burnt eggs. <laughs> no one gives a crap about Teddy. I remember in the end, but whatever. I, I forgot Teddy had two syllables. Just add in some applause for yourself there. There we go. That's thanks. Beautiful. I'm going to put in the air horn. <laughs> Yeah, and then I'm going to do a Beastie Boys remix. Cats would be so much better with air horns and Beastie Boys. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> Although Beastie they're making Cats, a movie of Cats. The new musical. And I'm like, not not here for it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's got a lot of really good cast. <laughs> it's really sad. Uh, okay. 
Where was I? Oh, he gave the play me. works. Yeah, the play works. shows up. Uh, the parents hug. Yeah, uh, the parents say some cheesy line about hospitals are for curing, aren't they? And yeah. maybe today is one of your better days. Like, yeah. Okay. We've decided not to beat the boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll take him home. Give him a hug. More psychological <laughs> trauma. I'll give him a pat on the back. <laughs> pat on the back and a reading a mod. <laughs> yeah. That's what you like, kid, right? That's, that's what every kid loves. <laughs> mod. Mod. Then we get back to, we're back at the football field. Those kids are still God, playing these football. kids alone. Well, now Teddy's there, though. Oh, that's true. Yes, he's now happy. Uh, Mooney is yelling at them again. And he's got a whistle now. I know. Is he now their official coach? I guess so. I guess. Were these sick kids all along that he was harassing? (laughs) He was very close to that children's hospital. Yeah. So maybe they're the ones who get to go out. Literally preying on sick kids. This man is terrible. Uh, and for some reason, Snooty McSnoot Snoot comes out to the field yes. to tell Dan he has strictly one hour for lunch. Yes. And then heads back. Why? Great, thank why? you. Okay. Thanks. Whose boss does that? Anyways. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Hope believes all that's is right. well. All is good. Yep. So that's that. Cool. Yep. There we go. Hobo harm? Uh, zero. Absolutely. It's an ultimately forgettable episode, like you said. Yeah. Uh, Hobo does nothing that could be constituted as uh, as being harmful to a dog. Not even the slightest. Nope. Nope. Um, Okay, do you have a hobo fight? Okay, so I had two. Okay, wow, that's good, because I struggled to get one. (laughs) I was was struggling too. So first I said the kids' football team versus the peewee hockey team from a few episodes ago. I was going to do the kids' kids football team versus the Denver Broncos, (laughs) just so I could put the Simpsons quote in. (laughs) The Denver Broncos. Broncos. Oh, the Denver Broncos. <laughs> uh, Hank Scorpio. See, that's my favorite episode. <laughs> so good. Uh, and the second one was Snooty McSnoot Snoot versus the butler from Romeo and Julio. Uh, yeah, good. Yeah, have a snoot off. I had Snooty McSnoot Snoot versus the Board of Governors. Not that I think it would be fun to watch, but I just want to see him, like, try and take down a volunteer. <laughs> right. And the board's like, are you are you daft? Like You called us here for this? Yeah. I was in Aspen. <laughs> she cured my measles right. with an amethyst. <laughs> and a poem. And a poem. <laughs> get the hell out of here, snooty. It's going to turn on him and he'll get fired. And mm, she'll get given his job. She, oh, that hospital's going to go, like, homeopathic all the way. Natural, <laughs> natural oils and... I think it's supposed to be in America, isn't it? So people can own hospitals, right? So. Yeah, absolutely they can. <laughs> yeah. It's just, she oh, can do what no. she wants. That'd be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, what else do I have? Ooh, I had a little bit about the guy who plays Dan. Okay. Um, his name is Jack Guilford. Okay. Uh, he's American. He began his career as a comedian in New York like way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And apparently, according to IMDb, he invented the phrase, the butler did it <laughs> during one of his routines. <laughs> <laughs> I did not fact check this. This is strictly from IMDb. Okay. But I'm like, what a weird thing. That is a, a very strange <laughs> claim to fame. Like, the butler did it. Um, he was also blacklisted during the McCarthy era. Oh, no. Yeah, I know, right? And he was nominated for an Academy Award. Wow. So, didn't but win. Did, didn't but win, but he was, he was nominated. nominated for Save the Tiger opposite Jack Lemon. Oh, yeah. I like Jack Lemon. Yeah, I mean, too. He won for that. Yes. He won enough. Good. That. Good for him. Yeah. He so, deserves it. <laughs> the right one won. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Anyways, those are my little fun facts about him. I have nothing else to say about this episode. No. No. All right. Well, yeah. should we on. should we wrap her up? Let's do it and uh, move on. Uh, so our next episode, we're getting close to the end. We only have two. I know left. we have a two parter left, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. So the next episode is called Willie and Kate, 
And the synopsis is, Hobo travels with Willie, a tramp, and Kate, a runaway little girl, who are hitchhiking across country to California, where they plan to open up an orange juice stand. I love so much of this description. I have so many questions. Yes. I just... Don't worry, they'll all be answered. They will be. They will be. I'm very excited. Perfect. Okay. (laughs) Nothing else? Nothing else. You don't want to sing your favorite song from Cats or like... You can just insert it here. Okay. Oh, does that mean I have to listen to Cats? <laughs> yes. I'm not going to listen to Cats. <laughs> just want to some... What, I'm trying to think of other songs from Cats. No, don't. I, Magical I know, Mr. Mistopheles. I've never heard it. Yeah. I, the only one I know is Memories, and clearly I didn't even really know that one. <laughs> just know the one line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Basically, I yeah. knew the kind of the, the tempo, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. So, um... I guess no cats, no Beastie Boys. <laughs> Unless you want a Beastie Boys over the end. Yeah, you should definitely. Sabotage. No, I don't think I can afford sabotage. <laughs> I mean, you could Beastie Boys over me as I do the sign-off. You ready? Not going to happen, but yes. Oh, no. <laughs> I will not even sully their name with that attempt. <laughs> they would appreciate it, though. <laughs> they would, but it's not going to happen. It's just three white Jewish guys from Brooklyn. They love everything. They do. They They're just, just like, life. yeah, go for it, man. I don't care. It's not, no, not going to happen. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> This has just been a 30-minute praise of the Beastie Boys. Right. We're changing the name of the podcast. Yeah, that's right. I don't know what to, but something Beastie Boys related. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll we're going to write our own cats Beastie Boys, right? That's, yes. The Beastie Cats. I love it. Okay, well, until we meet again, fellow hobos, hop on that train and we'll see you at the next stop. I've been Stefan. And I've been Katie. Katie. And... Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.